When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. are listening to Comes a Time with Oteil Burbridge and Mike Fenoya. If you're digging the podcast, do these guys a favor and review and subscribe. It means a lot. Be sure to follow the pod on social media, YouTube, and if you're joining for bonus episodes and exclusive content, go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get on the bus. And now here's Mike and Oteil. We are back. Yeah. Comes a time 2.0. What's up? What's up, O'Teal? Well, we know you guys have been waiting a long time. <laughs> and so uh, have we. we've been we we have too, and we've been busy, as you all well know. But uh we are back, and I'm very, very excited, man. Very excited. Yeah, dude. Me too. We're at our new home here at uh, Pantheon Podcast Network. Really stoked to be a part of uh, this family and uh, a lot of big plans ahead for us. And uh, it was worth the wait. It was worth the wait. And uh, boy, we have a lot to catch up on. Um, we got a lot of what a summer so far. Jesus, man. I know it's kind of like when you think about it, like August when this airs will be like eight months. It's almost like a pregnancy. (laughs) It really feels like that. Yeah. The baby's here though. Look at him. The baby's here. (laughs) It's crying and burping and farting. Yeah. A stinky baby. No, it's been an incredible summer and it's spring and it's just, I mean, it's just packed with stuff, man. And, and, and coming off the heels of an unbelievable dead and co tour. I mean, yeah. So much fun. And to kick off this this podcast on the days between. Um very can't good. ask for a better can't ask for a better way. Yeah, it's you know? very meaningful, man, especially this year for uh for all Grateful Dead fans, you know. So uh, yeah, it's really cool. I'm excited. Uh so much good has been happening for all the bad, negative, wacky curveball insanity that's going on it's so cool to see like such really good stuff happening at the same time like it's just a free-for-all yeah dude it's kind of like do you feel like we're all kind of just adapting to the fact that like we're straight up on the 
like we're on a ball of fire right now. <laughs> like everything is just like half the country is in like record breaking heat. Yeah. Half of the country is flooded. <laughs> like everyone's angry. But it's like we're adapting. We're just figuring out, like, yeah, find your happy and stay there if you could, you know? That's it. I think even, like, after <clears throat> through the pandemic, it was going to cause everybody to stop. <clears throat> now that everything's going again and it's batshit crazy, uh, combined with that pandemic mindset of, like, hey, you know what? If the world's coming to an end, I mean, for me, that's what the tour was. It wasn't like it's the last tour. I was like, let's play it like we're never going to get to play it again with anybody. And we're yeah. never going to get to hear it again with because the whole world is going to end. Like if this right. thing is sliding off a cliff, this is how I want to do it. So, again, it gets back to our thing that we found found after the p- pandemic of six months but it was two months. months. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you that, you know, it's interesting that like, you know, we were now approaching up to upwards to like 150 episodes of this podcast. And some of you may just be finding us for the first time. And if you are welcome, and if you're not, uh, you know, you know, the six month, uh, motif that O'Teal and I, uh, have been living by, but it's really that like, treat everything like it's we've got a half year to live and and who knows what's going to happen and unfortunately that's kind of where legitimately we're at now (laughs) in the world i mean mean, it's where it's i think it's where we've all been at since the beginning of human life because you don't really know if you have more than six months like you could be in the best of health and five years old and a rock falls on your head or what you know like you don't know you don't know, totally. so get to it, man. Like it's yep. it's uh it's your life it's slipping by, you know. Well, yeah, and at that point, so we're coming out with uh, you know, new episodes on Jerry's the beginning of the high holy Grateful Dead holiday here. Now let's let me ask you. Well, why don't you tell people that don't know because there might be some people that don't know what those days are, the days between August first to August ninth is jerry's birthday and jerry's day of passing on to the next uh world so those days august one to nine and leave it up to him to be born and die in a good nice stretch of doable holiday a, ho- a little holy you know week I mean? <laughs> a little us. holy week <laughs> <laughs> he did it perfect for us so thank you jerry that was one last gift um but those days we celebrate we call it the days between and it's the days of uh, celebrating Jerry that which all of us who are massive dead, it, it just, you know, in this world, we celebrate it every day. But uh, these days are the days that, you know, we kind of, you know, you'll hear a little more Jerry band than you do dead. Uh, you know, maybe listen to some interviews and stuff like that. But uh, it's a special time. And yeah. as your brother and as your friend and as your buddy, And I'm so proud of you started something so neat on this tour. And it was your, the O'Teal, your face. And you didn't start (laughs) that saying O'Teal, your face kind of just happened. Like, you know, you didn't name it that. I think the fans started it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure. But the way that you went out, man, that's for sure. (laughs) No, you just started. But the way that the, the, the last show 
you had Jerry's hand right on your face. Oh yeah. God, what an awesome, I, I have to, we got to talk about that. That was actually uh Chloe Weir's idea, which is Bob Weir's youngest daughter. She's such a sweetheart. She's like Karina Reichman, you know, one of those, like the new generation where you go, Oh, there is hope for this world or hope for humans anyway, you know? Yeah. And she was doing my face uh, one night. She was like, um, she just got this idea and guess just like, I know we should do, we should do Jerry's handprint across your face with the missing finger. I was like, Oh shit. And my, my immediate thought was like, that might be going too far. Like people might think it's sacrilegious. They might think it's cringy. They might think it's, he's trying too hard. I don't know, but she was, she originally wanted mayor to do it. And mayor has big hands like me. I mean, I was mm. like, if he does it, I, it's going to go across my whole face. And, head, you know? and also, um, I, uh, I have to be able to blow my nose because it was so cold. I was like, when is summer going to start? It's California. Yeah. So, but no matter what, if we play colder shows, I have to have my nose and below uh, just to the sides and, and uh, below my nose free so I can blow it with tissue without screwing the face paint all up. So right. I was like, I, 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 it would be a great picture for mayor to do it. But I said, Chloe, you or Jess's hand is the better size for it. And we ended up using Jess's hand, and you I, you could see uh, she placed it perfectly so I could blow my nose. <laughs> the she things a girl has to do. She left the tunnels open. Yeah, you know, the, so underneath cool. and the sides. <laughs> but the, then Jay Blakesburg happened to walk in right after she did it. And, you know, he's like a longtime old school dad. And his virtual reaction was so positive. And as soon as he saw it, he was like, no way, that's great. Oh, my God, that's great. And then the door was open and Matt Bush saw it. And his first, because, you know, everything's first reaction. Somebody's like, if they take one second, it's not right. And Matt Bush was the same. He just got this huge smile and started laughing. He's like, no way, that's great. So I was like, (laughs) all right, we're, you know, if it's cool. We thought it was cool. Chloe thought it was cool. Jess thought it was cool. But, you know, I wanted to see some reviews first. (laughs) Bro, it was awesome. The whole, the every, you didn't repeat one design on your face the entire tour, huh? It was different every single night. No, we did uh, some variations twice or three times. I We did use the same motif. Like you'll notice one time, the first time that, that spider web kind of comes off my eye, we were doing a lot of asymmetrical stuff. So the other side would be completely different. And then, but that was so cool on that one side. I was like, let's just do both sides yeah. <laughs> you know, next time. And, um, and there was one that I got from Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, the movie Black Panther that, uh, I think we used those t- things on my forehead, like the, the trident thing on the forehead. I think we used a couple of times, but then we did other variations. Of, but it was just fun. I mean, I think we literally did a different one every night. And I'm going to do a uh, a little slideshow of all the ones from night to night. You know? I can't wait to see that. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And uh, everybody stay with us. We'll be right back after this. 
Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back. Dude, I want to ask you, there was, you know, this tour seemed like every single show got better and better and better and better. And it was like, that was the best one. No, that was the best one. Holy shit. This was the best one. Looking back on it now, you know, a couple well, a week or so off the tour, did, were any of them like highlights that just stuck out for you where it was just like, holy shit, like this show was the tops? Well, I think... Uh... You have highlights in the moment, but you really don't know what to think about it because everything is relative to something mm-hmm. else. So like Barton Hall at the moment wasn't a highlight for me. Right after Barton Hall, I heard from everybody everywhere that that was the best show. Like people just loved it. Yeah. And I was like, well, I thought it went great. But in my mind, you're going okay, whenever you play a show like that, you're setting yourself up for failure because it was such a legendary show and we're not recreating the set list, which I was grateful for because that you set yourself up for even more failure doing that or more comparison. Because you know my thing, comparison destroys contentment. (laughs) So um, I had a high time doing that show. Right. I didn't know whether it would be looked at as a high point it was turned out to be a much higher point in retrospect than even i was i mean everything's a higher point than what i think is perceived because i'm actually doing it and i feel the high from Mm -hmm. it 
but it, I didn't know it was going to be received that well. Some are high points like uh, Chicago because I think it was Chicago where I was like, this is making history. Like, there's no question about yeah. it. Like, this is historical. This is a fire that has gone out of control. People started treating me differently on the street. Um, people are more grabby. You know, a lady saw me and went, oh! and I was like, oh, my God, you scared the shit out of me. Like, you know, calm down. Jesus, I've been around for 35 years on the scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just like, but I can't get mad be, or I, I don't feel mad. I mean, she just scared me. You're like me. looking behind you like, what? And, what is it? <laughs> it's like, exactly oh, what? I thought, yeah. you know, I mean, we live in a dicey Fuck world. Yeah, I'm dude. like, did somebody pull out a gun? Or, you know, should I hit the floor? That's what I'm going to do next time. So <laughs> it'll be really funny. <laughs> yeah. The next time somebody gasps, like just immediately goes spread eagle on the That's floor. That's great. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought somebody had a gun behind I me. I remember one time I ran into Ethan Hawke in New York, and I go, Ethan Hawke. And he goes, where? And, like, turned around and, like, pretended, like which I thought was so cool. I always remembered that. That's a yeah. good one. I know. I got to get, like, a, a couple of responses in my holster. Yeah, a couple pocket know? responses, yeah. But but that thing was – that's real, and it has not stopped. A friend of mine I, – I got offered three private plane rides on this. Not bad. And I was like – this is different, but you know, that stuff didn't happen. And now all of a sudden it's like three private plane ride offers in two weeks. Yeah. Well, right. We've been out for, we were out for two miles. Like something is, I told Jess, I was like, you can't put this toothpaste back in the tube. Like this, no, is this different. was different. I need a bodyguard, man. That's what I would kept saying for about the second month. I was like, I need a freaking bodyguard, dude. I can't, go through the lobby i mean i can even if i stay in the hotel i gotta go to the gym i gotta go to the lobby i gotta go to the restaurant so nobody tells you if you achieve a certain level of fame there's two handcuffs put on you and you're trapped in your room right yeah which is why so many musicians do drugs that was jerry's whole thing he couldn't leave the room also this too that never happened before to me the fever pitch was so high that when I was not on stage, it was really hard to come down, even days off, yeah. because I walk out of my room like we were in Arizona, and so it's a resort out in the middle of nowhere, right? And I go to the restaurant to eat breakfast, and all the other people in this resort, which is small, are all dead, yeah. every last one yeah. of them. And... They are really like their energy level when they see me and they know we're there. They see our tour buses, so they know we're there. So I walk out and already I'm getting hit by the energy. I hadn't even seen anybody. Right. right. And it's like a, you feel like a rabbit having to run across a, an open field with a bunch of eagles. Yeah, and hounds <laughs> and stuff. Right. Yeah. It's literally cat and mouse. Yeah. And so that energy level doesn't come down on days right. off. I'm dodging people and like hiding behind walls and shit and fucking, you know. And no one teaches you how crazy. to deal with that. And I thought this is no. So you could be trapped in your room, or I could be the asshole and go. If I take a picture with you, I have to take a picture with you. See those other three hundred people in this restaurant, yeah. all with Grateful Dead shirts on, all looking at us right now. You see that? 
I got to do all them too. Yeah. It's not fair to them. It's so interesting. So a lot of it, and I re- did refuse. You saw when I wrote no. When you texted me that, I was like, <laughs> I wanted to like, I was going to call you and be like, you okay, man? You said, Teal, for the you listeners, saw? you sent, you sent me a, a, us a text of you just like the most serious face I've ever seen, which is no written on your forehead. And I was like, oh, shit. We got to rescue this guy. We got to send a helicopter to get you out of there. Well, I'm going to get the hat and the T-shirt, and I'm going to sell them. Why not? Because I think a lot of people need the no hat and T-shirt. But it was like, it, it's so different that you can't avoid it. And I was like, I refuse to be trapped in my room. I refuse. I, I need the sunshine on my face. Right. I need the wind on my face. I need interaction with some people Dude. that are not crazy and look at me like or treat me like I'm an alien. And... I just have to set hard boundaries and I don't have a bodyguard yet, but <laughs> I am like, you know, we just got to adjust. So some people were put off. Most people thank God they're grateful dead fans and they get it. And they're very kind and they're very understanding. And, um, but the other point I wanted to get to, I'm always going on tangents is, um, that I was had these gummies that I was doing. And normally I can only do about five milligrams at a time. And 20 is my limit. Yeah. Like when Nigel came home from the hospital, I got up to 20 because I just was so stressed out uh-huh. and sleep deprived. So I, I can't sleep with all this energy. Right? Yeah. Um, and I drink no coffee. I don't do any kind of – I've always hated any kind of upper ear. Yeah. I got to 50 milligrams of these gummies to sleep like just during the day. Oh yeah. Just to, and didn't, and man, the first one that I did, cause one gummy is 50 milligrams. Yeah. And I ate one when I was here at home and I started hallucinating. <laughs> I was like, okay, just bite a piece off. But <clears throat> I got a, I got would just wake up and eat one of those. Yeah. Well, it's survival, man. Fine. It's survival. Yeah, just to keep the cap on the And energy. also, so, I mean, it's weird and kind of dark. Well, to honestly. that point, though, it's a little a gummy is <laughs> yeah, a gummy's not a not a, a a sack of uh dope and a needle. Thank God. You know what I mean? Yes, but that's same thing but, though. That's why they were doing Right, it. of course. Yes. Right? But luckily you're lonely, we have those gummies. You're trapped. Right. Of course. I'll take the gummy. That's what I mean. But I'm just saying like the whole thing, the fever pitch the you know just the idolatry of it let's just call it what it is right that's why the bible says idolatry is bad well it's bad man it's weird and dark and it's not normal you need to take breaks from it yeah that's why when you see simone biles or wherever these athletes or any public person say i need a mental health break i have i had sympathy for it before yeah you better take them because nobody cares no everybody's making so much money why stop? So you better like schedule breaks so you don't go crazy from it. You know, it's insane. it really is. And I, and I look, I feel for you because, and I've talked to you about this before, about just being on the road all these years with the impractical jokers and watching and sort of looking a little yeah. bouncery myself. Like if I'm walking behind the guys and people 
they stop in the airport and they're like, oh my God. And I go, yeah, act like you've been there before. I kind of like give them like a, come on. But then some people just like, some people come up and they go, yo, love your show. Thank you. And then other people will literally stand behind them at a crosswalk and scream lines from the show until they turn around and go like, yeah, I hear you. I see you. I get it. Like, come on. Like, I'm just trying to go to lunch with my friends or filming. I mean, there's all that stuff and it happens all the time. It's when you're sitting at another table and the table next to you, someone holds up a phone and just starts videotaping you talking or talking to your wife or friend. It's It's unnatural and it's not right. Yeah, totally. And it sucks. (laughs) It totally sucks. And I see it happen to them when I'm like, we'll be walking into a hotel and there's just people lined up outside the hotel, like, you know, trying to get autographs, trying to get whatever. And it's just like. Dude, we're just trying to go home to our temporary 24-hour home here in your town. Like, leave them alone. Dude, I'm just trying to get to the elevator. No, that's not I am bro. literally. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm literally 40 that. feet from the elevator, elevator, and it's gonna take me 10 minutes for each foot. <laughs> bananas, know, like, dude. Totally bananas. Because they want to tell you a story. Oh, remember I saw <laughs> show you a picture. I, this is another one I'm gonna keep in my holster. They look at this picture we took together in 25th. Oh, we're good then. You <laughs> got did. one with me already. <laughs> well, I need a new one for now. <laughs> but this is the best. This is the absolute best. The entire time I'm thinking, Jess, what are we going to do at SFO? Yeah. The morning after three nights at Oracle Park, the pinnacle of this building storm <laughs> that's been going for two months yeah what are we gonna do so dan berkowitz <laughs> posts this thing and, and we're on the private plane dan berkowitz posts this thing from sfo the entire not just that gate the whole hallway all the way down <laughs> all the gates are doing the not fade away chant <laughs> <laughs> you know you're not that fade away i was like we have to walk through that shit I love that, that. dude. They're like like, now boarding uh, uh, Diamond (laughs) Premier. Anyone with children or veterans? (laughs) (laughs) So, like paging Loose Lucy, Uh, Loose Lucy, if you could come to the front desk. That's great. Oh, I showed Jason that gave us a ride on the plane. I was like, thanks for saving us. From wow. That. Oh, that would have been bananas, oh, dude. I just spilled water all over my desk laughing so hard. Oh, it's great. <laughs> well, we're going to, yeah, clean up, clean up that water. And uh, <laughs> we're going to take one more quick commercial break. Everybody stay here with us. Come back for more Comes the Time. Now boarding deadheads that have been over to 100 shows, uh, over 100 shows. <laughs> we tried. Uh, we're back, everybody. We're back. That was about as good as the <laughs> I know. Seriously, that's stunk. Uh, just thinking about that airport. Imagine if you 
man, I've had to, it brought, it, it, it made me think of a time where, and like I said, I sometimes have to like step into, and they don't ask me to, but sometimes I just become mother hen with, when I'm on the road with the guys or even with you, like, I don't know, like when we went and got a breakfast and I just remember being like, oh man, if anybody bothers him, I'm going to have to just be like, guys, leave him alone. I don't know why. I just have that inherent thing, you know, just the asshole in me wants to. You're the, you're the man for the job too. You got that big build where my friend Arthur does that for me. And he just basically goes blank in the face and it just puts out a vibe. Yeah. And it works. I could do that. You could, I could do, do it. it. Yeah. hundred sure. percent. I think I do it to my family sometimes and I don't even know it. But I was, uh, I was in the airport with one of the jokers and we were on the road doing a tour and I forget what airport it was, but this kid comes from behind. Oh, it was maybe Denver, Tulsa or something. And he, we're getting onto those, you know, those, um, walkways that move, you know, like the, the walking, the the, the moving sidewalk We're, um, we're getting onto it and it's me, this dude, Mark and, and, and Joe. And this kid comes running up and he goes, is that Joe Gatto? Is that Joe Gatto? And I go, come on, dude. For, like, we just got off the plane. Can you leave him alone? Like, just, and it turned out to be the tour manager, but I just didn't, I never met him yet. So they turn around and they're like, oh, Nico, what's up, baby? And I felt like such a piece of shit, O'Teal. And he's like the nicest kid. I love him. We're like super tight now. But I was like, dude, I f-, and I almost like turned around and went right back to the gate and was like, I'll just fly home. I, I don't need to be like I was too much of a dick right off the bat. But I was just like and then I pulled him aside and I was like, dude, you really have to forgive me. Like and he was like, no, I love it. He's like, that was awesome. He goes, you weren't a dick. He's like, I came in hot on purpose. I just he's like, I'm a big fan of you. I just never met you and whatever. But I was like. All right, buddy. Like, come on, ease up. Leave him alone. Like, you just got off the plane. Let him piss and get a coffee. And, but it was just like I get that. Ugh, like, because some people sometimes my bodyguards have done that where they're like, and they're not mean, but they just cut everybody off, and I just have to go. Um, no, not him. Not her. They, they're yeah. cool. And he's like, oh, fine. And then he just turns on a dime. <laughs> and he's like, sure. And the people that are that have that done to them. I find are always appreciative of it because they're on my yeah. side or they're on Joe's side right. where they're like, no, I'm glad you're protected. Yes. Him. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. It, it, but it was funny. You didn't even ask me to do it. And I'm like, just dude, you're here to do stand up. You're not here to protect anybody. <laughs> no, it's all, it's all good. I think it's all it good. Is. Man. It's it like, is. we've, I've, I've am not good for that. So my, I'm not, I don't really intimidate anyone with my look, but I'm good for other things. And I, I you know, get in there in a pitch. Hell yeah. You have to, you got to stand up for it. our friends. You know? <laughs> yeah. Team effort. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> yeah. This airport thing, man, look, it's, it ain't just the whole I'm thing. Trapped. I don't want fame. You know, I, I think about that with you, like with your special and stuff. And of course I want you to blow up. Of course I want you to have more money and less worry about the things that money provides for Mm -hmm. but i know like oh wow well it's i mean you know i feel bad that you have to you know time your exit from your room to the elevator it's just part of this mine's on a low level it's not like you know brad pitt or tom cruise or something like that like where you can't go anywhere in the world right right yeah. You know, and you that's why people are staying at like, you know, yeah. ten thousand dollar night hotels because it's just you gotta get away 
people can't even afford to be there. You know, I think it would be so funny when you said you want to make uh, shirts and hats that say no. I think I, I could we need to come up with a line. I have a couple ideas. Like, I think, like, is it me? Like with a question mark on a hat. <laughs> That's good. I like. Oh, we could do a whole series. We really could. Yeah. I mean, there's so many funny Dude. ones we could do. Like just a minute or like, you know, not right now. Like taking a shit. <laughs> there's so many Something. fun ones. That's why I just went with no because that's well, like. That's how you were feeling. That, the, that was my bodyguard. And I had face paint. <laughs> it's like just write it on your head. <laughs> God, that was amazing. So, but. Speaking of your special, yeah, buddy, tell us all about it, Bubba. What a fun process! I mean, it's been uh, like you know, I'm DIY special. I mean, I'm doing all of it, and you know, from start to finish, that with the editing and and working with a couple super talented people uh, as it relates to the audio and video stuff, and the marketing and the merch and all of it coming together at once. I've watched it probably 10 times over now. If I see (laughs) myself one more time, like Lisa came in the other day and I was like, you would have thought I was watching like a dog get run over. (laughs) I was watching my special. She's like, what's the matter? What are you watching? And I'm like, I'm watching my special. And she's like, it's you. It's great. And I'm like, yeah, if I, I can't watch myself do this anymore, but yeah. The funny thing is I can picture the look on your face. (laughs) And I wish she had taken a picture of it so everybody could see. I don't want anybody seeing that face. I don't want anybody seeing it. That's my mug of coffee face, Jay would call it. <laughs> mug of coffee Just a mug, face. Like you look like a pouty, like a like a like you're an old drinking like a cup of bitter coffee, you know, bitter face. But uh it's just so funny that I'm 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 loving the process and I've I've I'm I'm it's so neat to see this and it's probably going to drop i'd say like mid-september nice this has been you know some of the numbers that get thrown around at the cost of specials and the amount of money that gets put into the production and stuff i mean when all is said and done i'm going to put together a little how i did it and for what it cost and be completely transparent and just be like it doesn't need to be six figures to make a a a high quality, good looking special, you know? And I mean, especially not with technology now, dude, I know the the material and the performance need to be right. That's what, and the energy and the people, man, everybody that was, and I've always been someone who loves, um, the, 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 the crew. I I love if I'm backstage at a show, that's how I'm honored to always like meet people that work, building the stage or doing the lights or work in security. Like I love the process of it. You know what I mean? Like the things that go into a live event that people don't understand, you know, you show up, you go up, you get your beers, you whatever. And then you get in your park, get in your car and go. There's a whole team of people that are there at two o'clock building that stage, breaking it down at midnight. And like, I love that stuff. So it's neat to kind of see who did what with this, the lights the audio, the, you know, if I want something done artistically, we can make it happen. It's just who does it and how, and I watch the whole thing and I'm learning so much and it's such an interesting process. And, you know, now we're in the home stretch. I mean, it's pretty much like in the can, but what has to happen now is we look at how to promote it ahead of time leading up, but timing it right. So it'll drop and, I've been on X amount of podcasts promoting it, or I've done radio to promote it or, 
everything's cut and spliced into clips that can go up that are captioned and I mean, it's a yeah. You're about to do some cool podcasts too. To yeah, it. absolutely. I don't know if you want to reveal it all now, but uh, n- I don't. I don't. Cool. Yeah, there, there will. I mean, hopefully, I'll be on a time. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll share them through our socials for sure. But yeah, there's going to be a bunch, and uh, but then it's hitting the road and it's promoting it and getting. You know, it's it's a lot of. And you got a big summer tour now, just recently too, right? Yes. That you just summer did. and fall i'm going to be doing uh you know I'm, I'm on the road pretty much from the second we have basically the second week of august through like christmas new year's every weekend out on the road and you know it's great because i'll be going timing to promote the special yeah well timing to promote the special the big audience and otil also yeah. i'm very lucky that i have buddies that i can you know look i go out and headline a lot and I, and I also open for these big theater things and stuff, but I'm very honored to have the ability to go support other comics and like write this new hour. I'm out of material. Like I've got to build this new hour. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm stoked to go. I'm going to go out with big J a little bit on the road. I'm going to go out with Sal. I'm going to go out with the jokers. Like I'm going to tell for a couple dates, like, and just build that, that 20 you know 20 minutes at a time yeah. 15 minutes at a time 40 minutes up to another hour to do this all over again so yeah. it's it's a it's a bittersweet kind of feeling because i'm sick of these jokes that i did on the special but also i'm kind of like yeah. those babies are off to college now you know what i mean like i'm an empty nester yeah. <laughs> when it comes to like material so yeah. you know what i mean by that like it's it comedy's a Hell lot different yeah. than it's- yeah like it's it's all new so i've built a lot of these you know i do new material shows constantly in new york city um where it's just permission to fail and i would go up and just tell the crowd like here's what this is like you're watching the sausage get made right now and and so grateful for those opportunities and you know just whatever little i think people really love that yeah you know like they like watching the process if I were to let people into our studio sessions when we're cutting records, they would love it. Oh my god, All the yeah. Fuck ups we'd make. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but I know they wouldn't they wouldn't care. You know, they're like, man, I just like to see how it's done. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And it's so funny too when like something clicks, like throwing out yeah. these premises sometimes. Like you literally just go up with a notebook and it's like I'll throw something out there and I'm just talking through it, you know? And even just seeing someone's reaction yeah. to it gives me the oh he thinks this is cringy where i was coming at it from a love and it's like oh how am i portraying it's it's so fun it's just so like you have to be like the deliverer the the editor the delivery and also the critic but the good critic not the bad critic you know afterwards and uh all all at once in real time simultaneously (laughs) it's amazing it really is amazing that's like that talk about uh our ai we got the real ai we We really do oi yeah we do original intelligence but what's funny too is like steve martin nailed it when he talked about in the foreword of his book he's like you know comedy's the ego's last stand because you're standing up there and you're delivering something while thinking about the thing that you just delivered and also planning the next thing you're going to deliver like all at once. And it's just like, you're up there by yourself alone. So I like this sort of, Hey, I'm like, I'm naked up here. I'm vulnerable. 
This is all new yeah. thoughts. They may suck. It's such a nice way to do it, you know? Yeah, everything. It's like it's so Colonel Bruce, man. <laughs> the ego's last stand. Yeah, let's just kill it. Gotta. You gotta. <laughs> you know? That's all that's left. So, but man, I'm I'm stoked to to share it with all our viewers and all our listeners, and I'm excited for what's ahead for us, man. I miss doing this podcast. I mean, it was a long break, but we got a lot of great yeah. stuff ahead. We do. I mean, think about it. The podcast is back. Your special's coming out in September. My album's coming out of the Garcia Hunter Ballads in September. Yeah. Like it's, you know, the it, it was hard. <laughs> People were like writing me these tears. What are you going to do? <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> Dude, I got so much shit coming. Yeah. yeah the best. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> like it's going to get really, really It really good. is. Like, and your best days are never behind you, that's folks. That's right. They're never behind and you. And who do we have, Oteil, kicking off? Our first guest to join us next week on Comes a Time here at Pantheon is going to be, drumroll, Paul Stamets and Pam Kreiskow, who, for those of you who don't know, is basically the Pauline Stamets of Canada. A really amazing lady. Like Paul, so kind and so earthy and like so uh, intellectually smart that it almost it's not hard for to see them going together so much. You know? Yeah. That's going to be just, great. Yeah. Dude. Oh my God. I was just hanging with them and Rick Doblin and snow Raven. Who, at the last show. I mean, and I just came back from the psychedelic science conference where all three of them were. So I'm so excited to chat with them and we need to, let's put it out there in that universe that snow Raven and Rick you're next. Come hang with us. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to put it out there. I didn't even talk to her, but I want to get Snow Raven on my next record in Iceland. Can you imagine Snow Raven Dude. doing that stuff over like Garcia Hunter ballads in Iceland? Talk about Lord of yeah, the Rings. Yeah, no, she Holy blew my crap. mind. Like that, that I was the that was the most incredible performance I've ever seen. Being in that room with her doing like it, she took a, a room of I don't know six, seven thousand people on literally a journey like through the forest with her lungs i couldn't believe it so we'll yeah she's she's amazing she really is <laughs> it's gonna be super fun so that'll be a great fun talk with paul stamets and pam christ yeah buddy and boy what a way for it to come back strong yeah buddy and you know what folks uh enjoy your days between and if it's your first days between Dive in and join us over on Patreon and uh, ask us questions about what we recommend for uh, your first days between. We'll put together a little playlist for you. We're over there doing a bonus episode every week and a lot of great extra content. So be sure to head on over to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod for more. Uh, follow us on our YouTube channel at comes a time pod. If you're having a good time listening, rate, review. Tell a friend. It really actually does matter. Just give us a five-star rating and a great review. And uh, follow Oteil and follow me and uh, come see us live. And we got a lot of great stuff planned for you. So thank you guys. Thanks to Pantheon for making a little room in your nest for us two little birds. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the flippity-flop.
Pantheon Media presents Comes a Time featuring Mike Finoia and Oteil Burbridge. Executive produced by Christian Swain and Peter Ferrioli. Produced and edited by Eric Limarenko and Stu Silverman. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Comes a Time with Mike Fenoya and Oteil Burbridge. Be sure to follow the pod on social media, YouTube, and if you're jonesing for bonus episodes and exclusive content, go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get on the bus. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.